I would say that all things considered, uh, I don't have too many complaints. Uh, may, maybe the only complaint I have is uh, playing the, the Sunday night game out in California, which uh, they seem to like to put us on the, the game with the Chargers as a night game more often than not. You know, it's it, it's kind of a, a mixed bag. Obviously, uh, you know, the night games are a little tougher uh, for the fans, but uh, but you know, we we also get the benefit of a big uh, national audience and our fans around the country get to to tune in. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll take as many prime time games as we we can get, all things considered. <laughs>
Super Bowl 13 that year, uh, back-to-back Super Bowls 13 and 14. And the last time the playoffs were expanded were back in the 1990 season when it went from, I think, five to six teams all together. And, yeah, I mean, I think uh, that right there in itself, listen, I mean, I know a lot of people are hesitating. A lot of people will definitely look and take a look at this, uh, the way the Steelers' success is going to be. It is going to be uh, hugely decided on their, their offensive line, their ability to run block right there, open, open up some holes in the run game, make Ben Rossberger comfortable. I mean, he's been one of the quickest quarterbacks, surprisingly, last year to release ball so quick. And a lot of people have been suspecting the whole time if it's been because he did not feel real comfortable with that offensive line, giving him protection, giving him enough room to work with as far as like uh, making reads and going to work on a deep ball. I mean, some people actually wonder, now you're going to get this full season of rest right now. And uh, here we go. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, before we get into this, uh, I'm going to lay it right now. I have this team going at the minimum nine and eight or 10 and seven at the most. And I'll go over my uh, breakdown of this in just a little bit. Because right now we're going to find out at the end of the day with Mike Thomas, especially there ain't going to be no more non-losing non-losing seasons anymore. It's either you win or you lose the season. And I think that is definitely going to be a big test right now. A lot of automakers are having the Steelers going on at eight and a half. I mean, for this season. I mean, for this year, as we uh, look at it, and I'm getting ready to pull it up uh, right now. And uh, we're I'm looking at Odd Shark right now as we're doing this year. And uh, Odd Shark, let's go ahead and uh, take a look. We're going to go over uh, teams across the league. And right now, as uh, we look at it for the time being, they do got the Steelers at eight and a half uh, wins. Baltimore Ravens are expected to be at over under ten and a half wins. So, I mean, we're probably looking at ten and seven or eleven and six in their scenario. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, for the most part, at six and a half wins, they're going to set the floor at six and a half. Here, six, six or more, six or less losses. And the Cleveland Browns are set at ten this year. Just give you an eye in the division. So once again, the Pittsburgh Steelers at eight and a half, Baltimore Ravens at ten and a half, the Browns at ten, and the Bengals set for six and a half for over under wins going into this season. And you you look at like the schedule that's going on uh, right now. I mean, this will be the ninth consecutive season where the Steelers will have to open up on the road as credited and noted by Missy Matthews. Also, Steelers Live and the Steelers sideline reporter for Steelers games. And the last time they did have their uh, home opener start off week number one was back in 2014 against the Cleveland Browns. I mean, in that game, we saw them jump out to an enormous lead to almost blow that game. And they were able to win that, uh, thankfully, with a field goal in uh, regulation, I believe it was. And you look at that game right there. I mean, that was I mean, a game right there where it was infamously remembered when Antonio Brown was doing a punt return and he kicked one of the Cleveland Browns uh, players when we remember that. And in that contest right there, we take a look at going back, looking at the highest lead they had. This was going into the uh, halftime. They were up 27 to 3. 27 to 3. I mean, basically, uh, and then you look at the rest of the second uh, half right here. I mean, the Cleveland Browns were able to outscore the Steelers 24 to 3. They were able to get 24 and answer points to eventually tie the game. Steelers escaped that game with a field goal victory. That was the last time the home opener for the start of the season was in Heinz Field as we look at it. They got Aaron uh, James right here uh, right now. Uh, definitely tipping the cap to Najee Harris right now. Uh, definitely a lot of excitement. I really back to David meeting for a long time, and I will definitely agree with you on that. Uh, still got to wait and see right now. Will he be able to back up some of the comments he's been saying that he could do what Le'Veon Bell did, if not better? Uh, pretty much you got you pretty much wrote out a check 
Now it's time to cash it in, see what he could do. Uh, this could be a dynamic player, I feel in my mind, but at the same time, too, how much will we look at, like, the fresh uh, blood right now of this new offensive line, which has had some question marks. I mean, you got retiring uh, Marquis Pouncey. Don't forget, the prior year you had Ramon Foster, uh, who retired at the end of the 2019 season, as we look at it, uh, when we look at it. I mean, for uh, that year, and uh, let's see. I mean, that year he was uh, playing guard right there, so he's no longer there. That was another stone that rolled the year before uh, Pouncey. But now when we uh, look at this uh, Steelers uh, roster, as it stands uh, going into this season, like I said, you have Marquise Pouncey retiring a year after Ramon Foster, who, who now does a show in Tennessee – and then uh, here, here, here's what we got for right now. I mean, right now, Chooks of Corfo are supposed to be slotting in at left tackle right now. That could still be a uh, competition battle, I would say, but for right now, Mike Tomlin plans on having them as the left tackle. You got currently, as your guard, I want to say, is uh, Kevin Dotson. And like I said, you got J.C. Hassenauer as your center. That is going to be an interesting season right now. We'll see if Kendrick Green can be able to uh, give Hassenauer some competition this training camp, I would expect to be on the bench, uh, coming out of Champaign, fighting Illini, Illinois. I'm not sure how much of an impact he's going to make. Then you got, like, the right tackle position. I'm not sure if Dawson's be right there, but you do got at guard David the Castro here. So that, that's going to be the biggest uh, things right there. I mean, Okorafor, who's going into his fourth and final season of his rookie contract right now, uh, basically. And you look at a guy – like a Chooks for, I mean, basically, uh, who was drafted uh, back in the 2018 draft, uh, round three, top 100 pick. He's in the final year of his contract. He's going to be uh, collecting, he's going to be collecting $2.183 million in base salary with a uh, end of a, $812,000 sign bonus that's in the final year is going to be $203,000 right now, uh, coming for a cap hit of over $2.38 million this season. Uh, and like I said, this is a guy who's having a question mark right there. I think uh, right now that's going to probably be Zach Banner's job. Or, or Zach Banner, excuse me. I mean, he's going to be one of the other tackles, I want to say. But still, I mean, you got a lot of stuff to really think about right now. And uh, this is going to be really an interesting shakeup. And like I said, the Steelers will be facing uh, six top scoring offenses uh, this year. And the Raiders, Packers, Seahawks, Ravens, Titans, and Chiefs. Then on the flip side of that, uh, as far as like the top defenses going in this year, they'll be facing five teams. Uh, you got the Packers, Chargers, Ravens, Bills, and Titans, especially uh, when you look at teams like the, the Ravens, the Chargers, Bills, and Titans, who are definitely tops as far as, like, uh, takeaways uh, this season. I mean, forcing turnovers. And, uh, well, not the Chargers, excuse me, but definitely, like, uh, you got the Ravens, you got the Bills, and – like I said, you got the you got the Titans. I mean, that's gonna be a real interesting uh, concept right there. And then also too, yeah, that's about it. So how they're gonna do right there? Because uh, when you look at, or they're gonna be sorry, we already knew on Wednesday morning, as announced by Colin Dunlap, a nine three seven, the fan, the fan morning show, that they're gonna be opening up on the road in Buffalo. Uh, this is of course broke by. Uh, Matthew Fairburn of the Athletic Buffalo, who uh, covers the Bills, uh, that they'll be opening up on the road. It's going to be a noon game. So it's not going to be a primetime game. It'll be at noon in Bills Stadium uh, for 1 p.m. Eastern start. And uh, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm anticipating that one uh, probably be a loss, to be honest with you, right now. Yeah, very hot Bills offense right now. We're going to find out how the secondary, I think, is going to be a little bit of a concern right now. 
my question is for this year, will their exceptions go down somewhat? Now you're going to be having Cam Sutton opposite of Joel Hayden. And then you also look at like who you added in the draft right now. I mean, when you take a look at who the Steelers have been able to uh, pick and uh, one of the guys they uh, selected, let's not forget, in this year's uh, draft, they selected uh, Trey Norwood uh, in the seventh round with the first pick of their seventh round at 245th out of Oklahoma. Uh, this guy right here, like I said, he has a chance to become an NFL starter right now. But uh, right now, I mean, let's see. I mean, this is uh, going to be a real interesting concept right now. And – Unfortunately, I had to dismiss uh, Steven Nelson due to the cap structure, which he was definitely expressed his disappointment in. So I, I really feel like right now, I mean, you, you look at this uh, Buffalo Bills team right now. I mean, who they got some real good guys on this team that could still play here and uh, see what they're able to do. And I think one of the guys they still got is uh, Stephon Diggs who uh, played on this uh, team and uh, right down too. Then you also stole, I think you got like uh, Devin uh, Singletary. He was another key guy a couple years ago on Sunday Night Football versus Steelers in the stretch when you truly think about things here. And uh, he was a guy who was uh, a highlight on that team. So the Steelers right now, they definitely got their work uh, cut out from them. They're going to be Going into the season, trying to uh, follow up a 12 and 4 record, uh, which, by the way, the Steelers uh, in this uh, in this year, I mean, they were uh, 12th in scoring offense, uh, 24th in total offense, and but somehow they were able to be seventh with passing touchdowns. Now you probably definitely attribute that because a lot of times when your quarterback. I mean, for uh, this season, I mean, he threw over 656 passing attempts, completing over 65% of his passes versus handing off to the running game who got 373 touches. Now, that is a definitely very alarming right there. But, I mean, the question still continues to loom around right now with newly promoted offensive core there, Matt Canada, former quarterbacks coach, will he be able to uh, get Ben Rosberger and Mike Tomlin to buy in to some game plan where he can help around? Will he be able to get more running game? Could we see some wildcat in here? I mean, you got Joshua Dobbs still sticking around on this depth chart. I mean, you got to figure right now, too. I mean, Mason Rudolph, yes, he did sign a one-year contract, but there's still even questions right now. Will he still be able to win and hold down that backup quarterback position behind Ben Roethlisberger. I think that's still a fair question to say for right now. But, I mean, when you got a guy like Dwayne Haskins, too, former first-round pick, I mean, yeah, he's has off-field issues, I mean, in Washington, and no quarterback in the history of this league of Ohio State has really translated uh, very well into the NFL ever in the history of this league right now. And uh, when you look at all-time Ohio State quarterbacks, remember one of the ones that the Steelers will be facing is in the Chicago Bears with Justin Fields, who the Bears selected in the 11th round overall. I mean, the Bears, when they were able to uh, make a trade uh, with the Giants, they traded back from the 20th spot to the 11th spot. And by being able to do that, they were able to uh, surrender their first and fourth round picks of 2022, which has a value from anywhere between 590 to 6,000 points. And they're able to take Justin Fields, uh, their quarterback. Mitch Trubisky is no longer there. He is back now to the Buffalo Bills. And when you look at the history of uh, back of quarterbacks, there's only been one in this whole draft history. Uh, quarterbacks that got attracted out of Ohio State, uh, 14 quarterbacks. Only one has been a Super Bowl champion, and he was a backup. That was Joe Germain of the state uh, who played on 1999 with the greatest show on turf behind Kurt Warner, somewhere on that depth chart. I'm not sure if he was second or third string. 
I think he had to be third string that year, one Super Bowl, and that any of them have been pro bowlers at all. Nothing. I mean, for right now, I mean, the last Heisman winner you ever seen come out, he still flopped. He also had Troy Smith back out of Ohio State. And uh, that didn't turn out so well. I mean, Troy Smith right there, I mean, who was supposed to be another guy with high expectations, didn't seem to uh, work out too well. And I want to say he was uh, selected, let's see, uh, yeah, by the Baltimore Ravens, fifth round in the 2007 draft. Spent three seasons in Baltimore before uh, going to the San Francisco 49ers. His whole career was as a backup. So he really never got to do much at quarterback. I mean, the only other thing outside that, he did gain 230 yards rushing in four seasons, but never really translated into much success. Uh, only that uh, he had the longest pass back in 2007 for 79 yards, and uh, that's where we take a look at everything going in. So uh, right now uh, we are previewing – we're getting ready to preview the Steelers' season right now. As I mentioned, uh, going into this year, uh, the competition, they will be uh, facing right now seven winning teams, eight playoff teams, by the way, as we look at that regular season schedule, let's go ahead and break it down right now. The seven winning teams that are on this list. You got the Buffalo Bills, who will they be opening up on the road, as I just mentioned a few moments ago. Uh, the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field. That will be in week number four. Then also, too, in weeks number six and seven, uh, they'll be uh, splitting between home and on the road. They'll host the Seattle Seahawks. On Sunday Night Football, coincidentally right there, same team where Ben Rosberger got hurt when he was last at home in Heinz Field versus Seahawks, had to leave the game at the end of the half, uh, which we later found out due to a devastating elbow injury. Remember, he was playing for a hurt shoulder injury the last uh, few years at that point. I want to at least say like at least five seasons where he was able to tough it out, uh, caught up with him, lost with the season. Then you also got the Baltimore Ravens here, too, in uh, week number 12, which they'll be hosting at Heinz Field. Oh, and by the way, too, uh, I forgot to mention the Browns, too. That'll be, on ha- that'll be on Halloween in Cleveland in the dog pound. And then uh, for the final four games of the season, they'll be facing the Titans and Chiefs. And still closing out with the Browns and Ravens. So all together – Seven winning teams, eight playoff teams. The one playoff team who did not have a winning record uh, for the Steelers going into this season will be the Chicago Bears. They will host them on Monday Night Football. And personally, uh, being from Chicago, I got to tell you, that's going to be a fun way to have a Steelers-Bears matchup. We're already aware of the fact that the Bears own the Steelers right there as far as all-time head-to-head matchups. Head-to-head, the Chicago Bears own the Pittsburgh Steelers. 7-19-1, 7-19-1, 7-19-1, in case you guys are wanting to take a score on that. Uh, that is definitely something that's got to change. The last time they had one was back in 2005 when they had Jerome Bess's, Bess's final year, which actually started a, a four-game winning streak through the regular season. And then they actually uh, won all their games in the playoffs to win the Super Bowl. Now, at home versus Chicago Bears all time, they are 6-7-1 and one career-wise. No playoff appearances, all regular season games are a game under 500. They got a chance to even this, uh, bring back up to uh, 500 if they can. This game, I want to say here, or a little over 500 at that point. Uh, Mike Tomlin, he is 0 for 3 versus Chicago Bears in his career as Pittsburgh Steelers head coach against any of the Chicago Bears teams. As both uh, combined versus uh, Lovey Smith. Uh, he also had uh, Mark Tressman and John Fox. Three different coaches, 0 and 3, all lost to them. And the last time they played the Bears was, of course, in Soldier Field, that controversial game with the National Anthem controversy. Unfortunately, it had to be one of the highlights right there. Uh, but that's another topic for another day right there. So I, I got to believe right now I feel a win coming for that one. And really when we look at it too, 
uh, I, I really want to see uh, how they're able to do those situations here. And uh, right now, too, when we also look at uh, Mike Tomlin's uh, record versus uh, rookie quarterbacks, they're 24. He is 24 and four versus rookie quarterbacks here. And those rookie quarterbacks that you'll definitely be running into uh, this season as it pertains, it may be possible that he may have to face two uh, rookie quarterbacks uh, going into uh, this year right now, or, or three, excuse me. And the three that I am referring to uh, for this season, you may have to face Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers is still no clear, besides answer. How much thing, How much have the Packers front office, other Gulen Coast, have they tried to patch things up with Aaron Rodgers right now? Uh, he has been more on the voice of being disrespected. And just not – I just feel like he's been he, – he feels like in his mind he has been slighted. Also going so many years while having a top offensive weapon, the receiver in the draft, uh, which I disagree with. I, I still feel like his team was good enough last year when the NFC Championship game versus the Bucks. You did decide to – past last moment when you had the green light for the end zone, but I, I still blame it more on Matt LaFleur for taking the ball out of his hands, going for a field goal when you were down by eight points and expecting and challenging Tom Brady and the Bucks to close it out with two first downs, which they did. Stupid, stupid, stupid right there. So you may have to uh, face Jordan Love in week number four if it's not Aaron Rodgers. I mean, and let's be honest too. Who says as uh, Steelers fans right now have the Steelers really missed Aaron Rodgers? Because last time they were faced Aaron Rodgers was in the Super Bowl. Last two previous times they did face, and they'll be returned Lambeau Field for the first time in 2013. This time, other better, warmer weather football conditions, not in cold weather. They did be in the snow, which was sweet in that game. It was a little bit light flurry of snow. So this would be in week number four. You also may uh, have to uh, face uh, in this year, too, aside from that, uh, like I said, Justin Fields, too. I would anticipate him being the star for the Chicago Bears when they face that Monday night uh, matchup in Heinz Field. Uh, that will be in week number eight. And then also another one, too, uh, we have to take a look at real hard uh, who might – they might have to – I mean, they'll definitely be playing against, too, for your third quarterback – is Herbert right now, Herbert of the Chargers. I mean, this guy right now who, right now, Justin Herbert, excuse me, who had a uh, record of 6-9 and uh, last year, 4,336 yards, 31 touchdowns to 10 interceptions. He was sent 32 times. So, I mean, you look at that right there, too. I mean, with the Steelers, I mean, in that regard – as far as like the Chargers uh, protection of their quarterback uh, this year as relates to the sack department area here, uh, that was 18th in the league. So it's pretty, pretty much uh, decent, but still, you don't want to get hit that many times as a rookie right now. But again, I think that's the cost you're going to run into when you have mobile quarterbacks. As everyone knows, is, it is no secret here. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, take a look at more of this right now as we get ready to move along here. And let's see what happens uh, right now. So let's go ahead and get into the regular season uh, matchups right now. Uh, week number one in Buffalo versus the Bills right now. Bills who finished 13-3 uh, and three, uh, last season. And they were able to go in the playoffs uh, – Two and one right now in that playoffs. The Bills were outscored their opponents 501 to 375 points for a 126 point uh, differential right now. Uh, they come into uh, this season challenges the Steelers. They were uh, second in points four with 501 points, third in total offense right now. And then another thing, too, on the opposite side of it, on their defense. Uh, their defense right now, just like the Steelers, is able to force some legitimate takeaways here uh, where they got to be very careful in this. Uh, they're ranked fourth in the league while the Steelers was ranked second. Bills had a total of 26 uh, takeaways. Uh, Steelers have one more up on them. 
So I, I, I expect that number to possibly go down this season. We'll see how much Cam Sutton could do uh, as a starter this year. I try to fill that void for Steve uh, Nelson right now. Sutton right now, who's going into his uh, fifth year, he was drafted in the third round. And uh, we'll, we'll see how it works out for him. He was drafted in 2017, third round pick, 94th overall. So give me a give me a loss in that one uh, for the Steelers matchup versus Buffalo Bills. I'll have him starting off at 0-1. The only thing where I think the Steelers could definitely uh, have a legitimate shot if they're able to beat the Bills, uh, like I said, in this uh, contest right here, if they're going to be able to hold down the run game. Because when you look at the last time they faced the Buffalo Bills in Bills Stadium, I mean, everything going on. The Buffalo Bills were able to rush it for 104 uh, yards, mainly because of Zach Moss and uh, Devin Singletary right there. Those two combined for about 75 yards, and then you had 28 yards by Josh Allen right there. If they could somehow minimize that, uh, slow down their backs once again. If you could just uh, hold them down to under 50 yards, I think, somehow, on the running game, and forcing in Josh Allen's hands, that can be a good sign uh, for the Steelers' defense right there. They even have a chance of staying in this game. So let's find out right now. Let's find out what they could do in that scenario. So I, I really believe that is going to be a huge concern right there. If they, if they, if they can find a way to put, put it on, on uh, Josh Allen, I think the Steelers got a chance of one. But I'm definitely going 0-1 on the first game. Week number two. Uh, which they'll be having their home opener versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Now the Las Vegas Raiders right now, who the Steelers won, almost won in Oakland from three years ago in the Coliseum. That was a game right there that was infamously remembered for two highlights in that game where Ben Rosberg was hold, hurt most of that in that game, most of the game, I want to say second, third quarter. I think he came back to the fourth. That's where we saw Josh Dobbs in there. Uh, Josh Dodge would really struggle in that game. But Ben Rosper was able to have a good uh, drive uh, set up right there when you looked at that game. And uh, that was right there during the Steelers' uh, slide. They were on a three-game losing streak at that point. I mean, losing for the Broncos, the Chargers, and then the Raiders in that contest. I mean, so you had uh, Joshua Dodge who uh, came into this game – I forget exactly what I'm trying to pull it up right here uh, in this contest uh, right now. Josh Dobbs, he came. Let's see. Yeah, Joshua Dobbs, he actually started in the third quarter. And people uh, were taking their time to see what was wrong with Ben. Uh, eventually, Steelers were almost able to sneak that game like to make it to a tie, but uh, unfortunately in that game right there, you saw what happened with the Steelers right there in that contest, uh, most of that game. Uh, They're up 21 to 17, but then they gave up a uh, touchdown, a six-yard touchdown pass from Derek uh, Carr right there. And then later on, uh, Joshua Dobbs uh, slipped up uh, playing in that baseball stadium right there. And could not even get himself proper. Uh, like I said, in uh, this uh, con- a game time deal right here, if they could be able, I was right there too, where the Steelers had to put pressure on on Chris Boswell to like uh, step up his game. So we'll find out how that goes. But I anticipate the Steelers getting a win right now. This is definitely a classic rivalry, of course, no doubt for so many years. Uh, this will be the 50th year anniversary of the Steelers and Raiders. Unfortunately, it won't be in December. It will be in, this, it'll be in September. But I like the Steelers at home in that game. And only for the simple fact, I don't trust John Gruden right there and his play calling. I mean, the only thing I will have to say right now is Josh Jacobs will be a guy they'll have to deal with once again. So give me one and one in this contest right here versus the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders, who finished uh, last uh, season as far as their offense, top 10 in points scored, eighth in total offense at, with 6,133 yards. That's 
Um, we're up 16 spots on the Steelers. So give me a two of one start right there. Week number three, they'll be hosting the Bengals in Heinz Field. I mean, yeah, I mean, you got Joe Burrow, who's got his uh, weapon right now uh, from LSU. When we uh, take a look at things right now, uh, coming into this year, who played together at LSU, I believe won, F, or won a national championship with, and we're talking about none other than Jamar Chase right now, who has a solid grade right now, Pro Bowl caliber type player. But I still feel like right now the Steelers got a little bit of egg on their face from that last uh, showdown Monday night. Some people are probably anticipating the Steelers split with the Ravens, Browns, and Bengals. I don't anticipate it this year. I mean, anything's possible. I think the Steelers sweep the season series versus the Bengals. I, I'm just not sold on them being that turned around versus the Steelers, but we will wait and find out. Give me a win in that contest. Now, let's go into week number three. In Lambeau Field versus the Green Bay Packers. Uh, unfortunately for right now, I'm going to probably have to give this one a loss. However, if Aaron Rodgers is not available, I mean, you still got some guys on this Packers team and like a Devontae uh, Adams right now who's still uh, pretty darn dangerous right now. And, I mean, right now, the Green Bay uh, Packers right now Obviously, like I said, I mean, uh, when you look at it right now, under uh, Brian Gutekos, and you look at what they're able to do right there. I mean, you, you look at this roster right here, who they got on here. I mean, you still got uh, Aaron Jones, a legitimate uh, running back, rushed for 1,104 yards. Devontae Adams, who caught for 1,374 yards. Marquez Valdez-Scanton. Uh, 690 yards, six touchdowns, and uh, still some decent ones. Robert Tanyan right here, 52 catches for 586 yards. They got a little bit defense, too. I mean, the Packers. I mean, the Packers in this uh, contest right now, they were, uh, for their uh, defensive efforts right now, I mean, they were still ranked ninth in total defense, 5,344 yards, and points allowed with 369 points total for the season. But uh, still, I, I think uh, one thing, too, and uh, you know what? Very good in first down defense. They're 10th. They only allow the 10th fewest first downs. So that's a real good sign right there, I mean, for them. But for the Steelers right now, who who pretty much, like, since the Super Bowl, I mean, they have won very close, hard, gritty games, They've been 2-0 since that span. Thankfully, Aaron Rodgers, he has not been missed, in my opinion, by Steelers fans. I do feel kind of a little bit robbed away. I would love to see him play in that game versus Steelers, see how they would do. But at the same time, too, you know, not uh, our problems too much. So uh, let's see. I uh, got Dorian uh, Rainey right here, Najee Harris right now. Yes, sir. Definitely with you on that. Can't we see what he's able to do uh, for this season? Uh but like I said, Dorian, uh, Dor Dorian I'm, I'm going right now. Oh, excuse me. That's Aaron James. Oh, excuse me. But anyway, right now, yeah, Erlacher, er he got smashed. Of course, uh, Dorian, he's uh, referring to the 2005 season in Heinz Field. That was a snow game right there. I'd be wanting to wonder right now, will the Steelers wear their color rush uniforms in this game versus Chicago Bears? I think this would be a perfect game to wear. Prime time. Monday Night Football, uh, 7.15 p.m. game, ESPN. And I wonder if it's going to be on ABC, too, since uh, ABC's got their uh, deal, part of the package, too, since they're going to be back in the Super Bowl rotation. So, yeah, it's like a simulcast. So, let's wait and see on that. Game number uh, five of the season. So, right now, if you guys are keeping track with me, I am having, uh, so far, the Steelers right now, if you guys are uh, following me here, I'm going two and two to start off the season, first four games. They split those first four games. Uh, the Denver Broncos right now, home versus the Broncos right now, more likely having the return. Uh, Von Miller, who was not available uh, last season right now, uh, who let's see what he's able to do here. I mean, bring some uh, demand back uh, to this uh, defense. I mean, uh, definitely uh, – Legitimate guy. He's in the final year of his contract. 
And, I mean, there was quite a few guys we did not see on here. But when you look at the Denver Broncos, one of their first off picks, they got a cornerback right here. I was drafting Patrick Sertain right here. out of Alabama right here. Got a chance to become a Pro Bowl uh, caliber uh, player right here. And I really feel like, you know, that's one of the things, uh, surprisingly, to see them not get a quarterback. Remember, this was one of the teams, too. I mean, it's very well possible we could still see Aaron Rodgers end up as a Denver Bronco. And I've been one of the guys suggesting, if it's not the Broncos, I will go with the Vegas Raiders. Why? Because Love Affair is not there, obviously, clearly, with Derek Carr. But I do feel like right now, Raiders, they need a brand-name quarterback. Derek Carr is not cutting the mustard. I anticipate the Raiders be moving on from him. He's got like a year or two left on his deal when he signed last back in 2017. So I'm not really too sold on Derek Carr. He's got two more seasons this year and then the following season. So uh, for uh, this one right here, give me a win right now. That would make him three and two. Then the re- and then the return of the scene of the crime in Heinz Field, this time on a primetime fashion baby, Sunday night football, hosting the Seattle Seahawks. You gotta believe this one's gotta have a lot of meaning for a guy like Ben Roethlisberger right here. I really feel like he used to be more amped up. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are gonna be paying attention. If you be any gingerly or still having their issues throwing the ball down the field, but I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it on the record right here. This would be one of his best games right here. Give me uh, five and two right here. I'll, I'll give him the upset win in the Seattle Seahawks. Next up, we got the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland in the dog pound. Two straight years right now. A lot of people are starting to wonder right now, can they follow it up right now? Uh, having that winning success right now. Finally having a winning season for the first time since 2007. And you look at this team right now, the Cleveland Browns, who right now for go from last season, uh, they, they finished uh, 14th. And points scored and uh, really had a good passing attack last year, too. So this is a team right here that is very dangerous right now. Uh, can they make it a three-peat versus Steelers as far as winning at home in Cleveland? I'll have to say yes, unfortunately. Because right now, the Browns are in the Steelers' heads right now. This is a new Browns team. But, again, I'm still not sold as far as championship uh, contending team, still got to erase years of misery. You got to conquer those demons. I am not so, sold on that. But as far as being the Steelers this week, I'll give the Steelers a loss in this one. I think the Browns, I, get, I definitely give them a win in that one. So that'll be their third loss of the season right now. So if you guys are uh, keeping track with me, excuse me, They'll pull them at four and three. Okay, so I have them losing versus the Bills, winning versus the Raiders and Bengals back-to-back, losing in Green Bay, being the Broncos, being the Seahawks, losing in the dog pile. So that is at four and three once again. Now, long time coming. First the Chicago Bears right now. Matt Nagy, a guy who is going back, insisting to going back to the play calling duty. He had laser right now uh, from last season. Uh, when you look at, I mean, who uh, made the play calling uh, late in the season right now. And when you look at everything, I mean, that is going on right now with this uh, Bears team who's made the playoffs uh, tw- two times in three seasons under Matt Nagy. Bill Lazor right there, who's a big component uh, during their season around. I think he started calling the play calling duties. Uh, versus the Houston Texans uh, that year. And uh, that came, let's see, in week number 14 versus the Houston Texans at Soldier Field. Uh, the Bears were able to go on a three-game winning streak, losing their final two games. The final game of the season versus Green Bay Packers. They got help from the Rams being the Cardinals for them to back into the playoffs and then lose to the Saints in the wild card round. So... Again, I'm going with the Steelers in that game. Uh, the only thing is right now, like I mentioned, Mike Tomlin versus rookie quarterbacks, he is 24-4. and four. 
uh, outscores his opponents, uh, rookie quarterbacks, uh, by 239 points, 640 to 401 points. Give me the Steelers uh, in home, at home in this one. If it was in Soldier Field, I would have to probably give them an automatic loss more than likely. For whatever reason, the history of the Steelers-Bears rivalry, they have always found horrible success in Soldier Field. And the, and the killer thing about that, when they did beat him in Soldier Field under Phil Cower back in 1995, they didn't do it in regulation. They did it in overtime. They couldn't win it in 60 minutes. They had to win it in 60 minutes plus. They'll show you how strong how many demons were in that field right there. So let's go into uh, right there. So if we uh, keep up right here uh, with my regular season prediction right now, with uh, everything uh, going on, that will put them at five and three. Next up, you got the Detroit Lions right here uh, under this uh, game right now. And we'll see uh, what the Detroit uh, Lions – and their uh, new uh, head coach, Dan Campbell, right now is able to do. Uh, Dan Campbell, who's had a long-time history as an assistant coach, uh, he came over from the New Orleans Saints uh, last season as an assistant head coach in tight ends. He has been an assistant coach uh, for five straight years under Sean Payton with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, we'll see what he's able to do right now. He gets his opportunity and uh, remember, he says he wants to uh, bite at the kneecaps. <laughs> and uh, this guy has definitely got an anti right now. Wants to fit Detroit's uh, style right now. Uh, the only uh, noble thing when we look at it right now for the Detroit Lions right now, uh, remember, Derek uh, Goff was uh, shipped over uh, to the Lions along with a uh, 2021 third round and 2022 and 2023 uh, first round picks to get Matthew Stafford onto the Rams. Uh, patience ran out for Jared Goff to just couldn't throw the ball. And so you get a guy like Matthew Stafford who's going, what, into like his 13th season, I want to say, under his team, his 13th, 14th season. So, I mean, will he be the difference with the Rams? Where as far as like Jared Goff right now, I'm not feeling it. So give me the Steelers right now. Uh, for this time, they're sixth win. So they'll be uh, winning against Detroit Lions in that one. And then uh, the following week in that game, uh, week number 10, they'll be traveling West Coast to take on the Chargers. Last time they were in L.A., they weren't in SoFi Stadium. They were in that soccer field stadium. But again, give me a win versus Chargers in this one right here. So that will put them at 7-3. Then you got to go on the Bengals right there on the road. They're not going to lose again in, in Cincinnati. I don't think so. I anticipate winning that one. They'll put them at 8-3. Then you got a home matchup versus Baltimore Ravens. I'll give them a 9-3. That's going to be a 325 uh, p.m. Uh, game late afternoon. Now here's where the interesting comes in. Four days later, they're going to be on the road to Minnesota right here. Kirk Cousins, I know he's not the best uh, quarterback as far as uh, primetime uh, stages uh, going on right now. Kirk Cousins definitely had a uh, big um, monumental uh, struggle right now. I mean, when we look at it, uh, his primetime record under the lights, he is 8-16-0 all time. And the last one he has won was in Soldier Field on Monday night game versus the Bears, but Going a short and schedule right there. I'm going to have to give, like, the Steelers in this one uh, their uh, fourth loss of the season. So losing to the Bills, the Packers, the Browns, and now the Vikings. So let's uh, take a look at that right there. So that will put them at nine and four. They got the return of Bud Dupree and the Tennessee Titans in Heinz Field. I'm going to be honest with you, and this one, I'm going to definitely have them. I'm going to probably give this one a loss in this one. Yeah, Bud Dupree, he's going to be playing back with motion. Yeah, it is the Titans. The Titans, are, they still have A.J. Brown on that team. But for right now, I mean, when you also look at it too, I mean, with their uh, quarterback under there, 
I, I really feel like right now, when we uh, take a look at under Ryan Tannehill, who still a very good job filling in for the uh, team. I have a feeling it's going to be one of their funky losses right here. They'll put them at, at nine and five. Then you got the Kansas State Chiefs in the Arrowhead. I'm going to give that nine and six right there. Then you got the Baltimore, uh, I mean, you got the Cleveland Browns hosting on Monday Night Football on January 3rd. Same day as the end of last season, but on a Monday night, give me a win in that one. That'll put them at 10 and six. And then last but not least in Baltimore, give them a loss. I'll give them at 10 and seven. So I will give them a four and two record in the AFC uh, North. And then for other uh, noble uh, changes right here in this uh, around the league, you got Mike Hilton, one of the key losses, signed a four-year deal with the Bengals for $24 million uh, with $6 million guaranteed and a, five, and a $4 million sign bonus. James Carr, he went over to the Cardinals for a one-year, $1.75 million deal. Alejandro Villanueva, he is now on the enemy territory right now with the Ravens, but still thank you for – Seven uh, wonderful seasons. Uh, definitely going to miss him, especially what he's did in the Army. Steelers, they signed linebacker Miles uh, Killebrew to a one-year contract. Ravens signed uh, a one-year contract, a former Chiefs receiver, Sammy Watkins, $5 million guaranteed. And plus two with the Panthers right now. Uh, they were able to send Ty Bridgewater to the Broncos while receiving a six-round pick. The Panthers did in exchange. Bridge Bridgewater, he did agree to a revised contract for a one-year, $10 million uh, guaranteed contract where the Panthers will pay $7 million and the Broncos will pay the remaining $3 million. And like I said, you got the Bears for right now. Uh, Andy Dalton and Justin Fields competing for the starting job. I would imagine they'll go Justin Fields. You don't draft a quarterback that high and not have him start. I would anticipate that Andy Dalton will start the first few games and you'll probably see him maybe by the end of the month. Maybe start off a season. And Andy seems to have a good uh, liking with him and in his pre-draft interviews. Definitely run back a play to him, very satisfied with. And then you got Jadavion uh, Clowney, signing one year million dollar one year eight million dollar contract with the Browns, seven million dollars, including a four and a half million sign boss. So and then Bear Foul, Mike Conn will have his what his first lose season. Possible, but I have to say foul. So that's all I got for you tonight. Uh, for the 2021 Steelers season. Once again, I got them at 10 and 7 this year. I have them losing to the, the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo for the home opener in Buffalo. Losing at Lambeau Field to the Packers. Losing to the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland. Uh, then we also I also got them losing to the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota on Thursday night. Losing to the Titans, the Chiefs, and the Ravens in Baltimore. Once again, you guys can follow me on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Project Richie for the Nostal Podcast. On Twitter is at Nostal CGR and at Nostal Nation on Instagram. Believe it, go trolling, be rolling. 